0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting and elucidating episode of the AmiTalk Ask an Expert series. I'm your host, Anne Mazinga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are the founders of AmiTalk, the fast-growing retail media outlet that is all about the companies, the people, and the technologies that are coming together to shape the future of retail. Or as we like to say, Chris the retail news organization that focuses on tomorrow's companies today. Yes, we do. Chris, um, before we get started, you'll notice that when I pick the titles for these events, they there's always some sort of musical reference because I'm such a music fan. And today is no exception. Uh, we're going to be talking about product discovery on social, how the best brands and retailers are finding success, getting you to discover and buy products you never knew you needed hello, is it me you're looking for? I, and I'm, I'm not
1: going to lie. I did notice that because it's about as subtle as a bucket. Of, you know what? Like it just, it, it's just that obvious, but yeah, yes. well done. Well done again. Yes.
0: I love Lionel Richie. We're going to be dancing on the ceiling for this entire interview. I cannot wait. Joining us today to share her expertise on the subject is Meta's head of industry, luxury and retail, Karen Tracy. Karen, welcome to the show. Are you ready to dance on the ceiling? I
2: absolutely am. Thank you so much for having me. And like, yeah, let's make this fun. Let's do yeah. this.
0: I know you will because Karen and I were on a panel together at Shop I know. Talk. Yeah. She is one of the most fun people, so full of energy. I'm really excited to really dive deep with you today. Um this is Shop and, Talk
1: part two. Part yeah, two, it kind of is like
0: Karen and I are just shop like talk redux old friends at this point, it. just sitting down and listening to 80s hot beats and talking about retail.
1: Hello. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know
0: me so
2: well. You
0: nailed
1: it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right. Now, before we get this show started, and before we get to our discussion with Karen, just a quick reminder for those watching the early release of this interview live with us right now on LinkedIn, feel free to ask your questions at any time via the chat session window on the right-hand side of your screen. All right. Let's get the audience warmed up a little bit, Karen. Tell, Tell them a little bit about your role at Meta.
2: Thanks for asking. Um, So I've been lucky enough to be at Meta for eight years now. It's been an absolutely incredible journey. No two days are the same. I lead part of our very large retail vertical and my team and I are committed every single day to consulting retailers on how to best utilize our platforms to drive their business goals. We're super passionate about this industry and being the voice of retailers back to our product organization so they continue to evolve and build for the specific needs of this industry. But full stop, our mission is to be retailers' number one growth driver, no matter where customers want to shop. That means, of course, on their e-commerce channels, but also in stores, which is super exciting. We all know the massive role digital is playing uh, in the customer journey, and Meta is a huge part of that, and we're really proud of these partnerships.
1: Yeah, and I know we're going to get into that store part later on in discussion. I know Anne's put some, allotted some time just to get into that, which I'm excited about for sure, given that we are OmniTalk. All right, and I know you both, you and Anne, I feel like like I'm like crashing the party here a little bit. Like you two already know each other. Yeah, I mean, Karen, for the first time, Uh, and I know you talked about this a little bit on Sage's Shop Talk, but many of our listeners probably weren't at Shop Talk. So let's go into it again. So let's talk about the tactics in the metaverse, the meta universe, I should say, Mm -hmm. which could be the metaverse, uh, that retailers and brands are using to aid product discovery. What are some of those tactics, Karen?
2: Yeah, well, look, we have always been about discovery, right, from day one. We have the largest, and I would argue, most powerful discovery engine out there. And although we've always been about it, in the last decade or so, we have focused on getting this really, really right. Um, We're investing in the discovery engine to help. Both people and businesses make connections, meaning that our machine learning um, is what powers the discovery engine to predict and match the most relevant content from both new and familiar sources to every one of the 3.7 billion people who use our platforms. But it's not just about connecting people to the right content. It's also about connecting businesses with the right customers at the right time. So, what we like to say, it's about products finding people instead of people having to find products. right? So this mm. what this does for the retailers then is generates this unparalleled demand for their products and interest in their brands. So it's about powering this AI, in particular automation and machine learning, that is enabling us to um, make these connections, even as the data and digital ecosystem are really shifting, right? And the AI models are continually learning um, how to achieve better outcomes based on seeing a variety of scenarios billions and billions of times. So it's the it, the sophisticated eye that is like really powering this discovery engine.
1: So Karen, I'm curious, I, that and that, yes. that makes sense. I love how you said that too, in terms of like the role products versus people play in yep. that process. That was really cool. Um, I'm curious though, like, so if we double click into it, we go a level deeper. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a retailer listening to this, understand what you just said. Now, okay, but I really want my content to be optimized on the platform. I really want it to shine through. What mm-hmm. are some of the things that I can do to that end to make that happen?
2: Yeah. So look, we are committed to make sure that we're offering a full funnel of solutions that drive awareness, consideration, and sales, whatever you're optimizing for, right? Um, and it's all about driving true business results based on these outcomes. Um, And this product discovery is happening across, we like to call it our cohesive ecosystem of placements. So think about your behavior on the platform. You're in feed, you're on stories, you're in reels. And the way brands show up differently here is what's really making them connect and tell these immersive stories, right? Mm. Like behind the scenes on stories or um, creator content on reels. And this is, powered with creative and AI coming together is leading to real performance. In fact, in in Q4, we announced in our earnings that we saw 20% more conversions on the platform than the year prior. Mm -hmm. So this coupled with a lower cost per acquisition is leading To greater returns on ad spend, which is great for everybody, right? And it's this efficiency play that retailers really, really need right now. So it's tapping into the full ecosystem, including Reels, which is huge right now. Okay. Where to go next. Um, And then using our automated products that make the most out of this AI to connect and do exactly what you're talking about, like make this discovery come to life and drive the business outcome.
1: So Karen, then let me ask you a question. Like, is there one best across all those different ad types that you have on the platform? Is there one best place for placement? Or is that even the wrong question? Because it's really about placing things smartly across all of them and letting the AI engine power them and put them in the place where the consumer is going to discover them with the most likelihood. You got it. Okay. It is. That's the right that, way to think about it.
2: That is exactly the right way to, to think about it. And we have, uh, AI-based products now called Advantage Plus Shopping Campaigns that do exactly what you're describing, right? That you put all the creative into the system and it finds the placement and finds, targets the audience for you based on the creative, which is why creative has become almost your most important lever for performance. In fact, 50% percent of the outcomes in our auction are based on your creative. Right. Mm. So it's like, again, it's like the products are finding the people based on what your creative is saying and and expressing.
0: Karen, is that also, I mean, you, I know you work directly with retailers to kind of figure out that is is it, is it creative going into the, the engine or is it like, do you recommend specifically that retailers, especially as they're kind of thinking about next next creative placements like Mm -hmm. is there one category of placement you mentioned reels but like is it reels that that retailers listening to this and brands listening to this should be thinking about is it you know shoppable video like where is it that that retailers should be focusing their creative energy yeah what uh, leads how do they expression yeah how do they optimize the creative no
2: it's really a great question and look i can't say enough about reels in terms of the engagement we're seeing right now so it's more about opting into reels as one of the, of the uh, placements in this cohesive ecosystem, just to like put some stats around that. So you understand like how big this has gotten 140 billion plays a day of reels. It's doubled in the last six months. And I love this one reels are now shared over direct message over DM over a billion times per day on Instagram making them the most reshared content type on the platform. I mean, think of yourself. You see like a, a hysterical reel, you immediately share it. Right.
1: Yeah. My right. wife and did it, that like four times last night, actually. Exactly. Yeah. She's constantly yeah. doing that. Yes.
2: So it's about adding the reel's placement to your existing campaigns. It's not about replacing stuff, Got right? It. It's doing all of it that gives us like immersive storytelling, um, so you can either upload your made for Reels assets, which of course is best in class, or we can modify your existing creative okay. using something that we call placement asset customization. Oh, very cool. Um, the key though to Reels are creators. Okay. So what we recommend and what's really important for brands and retailers is to work with creators. Okay. Creators are masters at reels, right? They understand the platform, the creative tools and make the most of this for retailers and actually takes the heavy lift off the retail off the retailer so that they can then leverage the expertise, authenticity, trusted voice that's coming from the creator and then and it, In addition to that, it opens them up to new audiences. So creators are definitely somewhere that retailers should be leaning in right now.
1: And if I pick up what you're dropping down, then you lean in that way, then you have the tools and the solutions that help scale that content that those creators are creating across everything that is non-reels related that you also provide as an option, right? Correct. Okay.
0: And you as a retailer- yeah, I'm learning yeah. a lot. You, okay. as the retailer, don't ha- also have to be responsible for developing all of that right. real content. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can put it on the screen. and know how to do it. You find somebody, and Meta has has resources for that, right, Karen? Like, correct. Okay. Correct.
2: Yeah. So we have um, a marketplace now where we can actually help connect brands to creators using AI.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. I so we will do
2: the matchmaking for you. Um, that just, again, takes the heavy lift off and you, like, we can help you beef what they, what you want from them and just really help you along the way here. In fact, Kate Spade is a great example, um, that tapped into Meta's extensive creator network, um, to reach a younger, um, younger audience and reach new audiences during their last spring fashion show, Mm. um. And they empowered a group of diverse creators at the same time. This is also a really smart and authentic way to do that. Um, so basically the creators are then telling the story through their own personal lens. And then they used it to use uh, to utilize something we call branded content ads in order to power this. Um, and they saw 78% of their content reaching a new target audience. So it's Creators are working in many ways, um, for retailers in terms of new audiences and just being more authentic and being masters of these new placements.
0: Well, with 3.7 billion people on the platform, right. you have, that's a, it's a good, it's a good well to go to when you, <laughs> when you, it's about the biggest well there man. is. Yeah. Right. Deepest exactly. well there is. Um, <laughs> well, Karen, now that the products have found me as the, a as chopper, the <laughs> um, Let's talk about like actually sealing the deal for retailers and closing sales on the platform. How are you and your team at Meta kind of thinking about that next step, getting people to purchase?
2: Yeah look, this is the number one goal for us, right? We really pride ourselves in being the number one growth driver for our clients. Um, We saw this happen um, massively during COVID, right? When the entire industry needed to shift Mm -hmm. to power their e-commerce business. And we all know the stats, like 10 years worth of growth in two months, right? Yeah. Um, We were core to that, right? And they got really, really good at it in terms of utilizing the platform, right? To find their customers, have their customers discover them, then converting them into sales. Now with AI and our automated products, um, this end-to-end automation is simplifying this for clients, right? This whole campaign creation process from automated targeting to creative to placements is what's making this work even more effectively and efficiently. You heard me say earlier, 20% more conversions in Q4 alone, right? So this is happening and we are driving these outcomes based on what the objectives are for our clients, right? Whether that's driving sales in stores or online. The other part of this that we're really good at is this idea of removing friction, right? We've all talked about this a lot. Like they'll abandon you if there's like too many steps and it's too hard. They, No one has attention span. Within seconds, they're gone, right? 60% of consumers want to be able to purchase a product directly where they discover it. And one third of shoppers discovering product on Facebook and Instagram will complete that transaction within a day. Hmm. So this is tied with search FYI um and right. 1.5 times greater than other other social media and streaming platforms so like we are the engine here to drive sales and as we think about this omni-channel world that we're building towards um we're developing solutions to take to make this like friction free altogether so when you're on a post and you click on it and you see those little tags right yeah. I'm sure we call them product tags they have the price description right? clicks right through, right. And just making it more seamless, easier shopping experience. And then again, going back to this idea of creative now being a massive part of what's converting and what's powering our auction in terms of getting people to, to actually convert and drive sales. So it's all of this coming together.
0: Well, and Karen, one of my favorite things that you talked about on stage at shop was was specifically how this is how these these discovery tactics how the AI engine is helping with in-store sales and how that like can you talk a little bit more about that and dive a little bit deeper because I think we we see the direct connection between yes i i see this thing in a post that i like i click on the tag i go and buy it online but what does that look like when we're talking about uh, you know, actually converting into stores and getting people to take that experience online and, and translate that into a in-store purchase. And attributing it too, I think. Right, is right, question I would have. right, yeah. correct. Look, this is critical. Um, I love to shop in
2: stores. Many people do. It's yes. the majority of sales are still happening. So we are committed as an organization and our product team as well at building the solutions that are not only going to drive e-commerce behaviors, but also... Drive people to convert in stores. All right. So how are we doing this? We have some early proof points, and we like to call this the halo effect. Meaning, mm-hmm. people who are drive, who are uh, setting up campaigns for online conversions, meaning their e-commerce campaigns, are actually resulting in in-store sales. So globally, fifty-seven percent of ads. Optimized for online conversions on Meta drove incremental in-store sales in 2022. So this is without even trying. Right. (laughs) We are driving this halo effect of in-store sales from your e-commerce campaigns, right? So how we do this, and getting back to the attributing part, Mm -hmm. is that we have um, integrations, API integrations. It's called the conversions API that pipe in both your in-store and your online conversion data that we measure. Mm. Okay. Where we can wow. measure incrementality on mm. to understand the impact that we specifically have on sales in both places. So
1: against the ad placements that they, the retailers are placing with you against the Correct. correlating sales that they're seeing through their point of sale systems in the store, you're marrying that data up to provide that level of insight. Yeah. That's super cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're we're super excited about what the future looks like for Omni and continuing to build here.
1: Wow, that's awesome. All right. So let's 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 talk about one of the topics du jour now that was also at Shop Talk, yes. which was retail media networks. It was the hot topic at the conference. No surprise. I think a lot of people had a feeling that was going to be the case going in. But you've rolled out some new tactics around that whole play that many retailers are making as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. I mean this. This again, it goes back to how I opened. It's like everything we do is laddering up to the goals of retailers and their priorities. And obviously retail media networks are really important for multi-vendor retailers. And we just launched a solution called Manage Partner Ads, mm. um, where we actually allow retailers and their vendor partners, like CPG Partners, to drive demand and products through our personalized ads. So taking these 3.7 billion people, right? And extending um, your reach with these partnered ads into our ecosystem. Um, so that's been really exciting. And early testing is showing some really interesting results. In fact, we have um, Walgreens advertising group who just um, did a case study with us about it. And we saw um, lifts in made in multiple categories as a result. So Again, it's helping extend the retail media network efforts into our massive scale and audiences,
1: which is exciting.
0: You just haven't had that visibility with campaigns before. Yeah, it's it's one plus
1: one equals three. It's such a smart Correct. natural extension. You know, when you think about it, like okay, yeah, you got the retail media network so the Walgreens, a Target, a Walmart, whatever. Like, why wouldn't you want to have the assets within? your ability to provide them to your brands to showcase their products through this vehicle, if you could, and it just makes that extension that much quicker and that much easier, especially if you can correlate the data to it too, right? right? So, yeah, yeah,
2: 100% makes sense. About putting the scale of our platform to work.
0: Right. Well, Karen, what we've already covered a lot of stuff. What what else can we expect right. from meta this year? Like what should our listeners be looking for as we're heading into the summer and into the holidays? Yeah, and the I hate holidays to, I hate right about holiday already yeah, I when we're just in April, but, but you know, what's on the minds of our listeners. So 100%. what, what should we be keeping in mind?
2: Okay. So there are 244 days left. FYI, Oh my so gosh. planning starts now for thought. holiday. Yeah, right,
1: yeah. <laughs> Shows you how early we think about this as an industry. My right. God.
2: Totally, totally. So yeah. like, look, we we um, learn every year about what happened last year, right? And how do we get better? How do we continue to evolve? And how do we help inform this year's strategy by the insights that we saw last year? Um, couple of things, omni-channel dominated and I, I believe will continue to. People were back to stores and droves. Um, we are seeing customers enjoying earlier and deeper discounts. Um, mega sales days had record breaking days, right? We do expect right. that to, to continue. Hmm. Um, Shipping costs are always something on the minds of both retailers as we think about profitability and the customer, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, we're trying to help retailers build solutions like Bopus, like our local inventory solutions. Meaning, mm-hmm. when ship cutoff happens, we can be serving you dynamically ads that have inventory from the store nearest you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So That's you incredible. know, you go in store with that.
1: confidence too, right? right? like, with yes, right. That's your local right.
2: inventory catalog is piped right. in, um, so you know with confidence a what the where the lo, the nearest local store is, and b what inventory is there. So we are helping drive this behavior around this idea of last minute shopping, which we know is very much part of like what happens every holiday, no matter how early we all try, right? So um, if we think about a couple of takeaways now, as we go into this year, maximizing AI. I can't say it enough. It's getting smarter and smarter. We are seeing incredible sustained performance, So lean into our automated ad products like Advantage Plus shopping campaigns. Many are testing massively now so they know exactly how they should be thinking about it and using it for holiday, taking advantage. We think it's going to be a huge winner, especially for Cyber 5. Um, I spoke about the conversions API earlier, getting this hookups, right? All the infrastructure Mm -hmm. set up early. Um, and making sure we're getting quality data signals is key, right? So this is a lot of the work we're doing now with retailers, again, what with their online and offline data, and making sure that those integrations are up and running and seamless in time for this critical time. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out your BOPUS and local inventory strategy so you can take advantage of this like ship cutoff date scenario that happens. Um, And then we have look back guides that you can go on our meta for business blogs and find all of these holiday insights there and all of our recommendations. So that's where you can be doing, be downloading our guide and and get some guidance
1: there. Karen, if I read between the lines of what you said too, like if you buy into the fact which i think we do and and i especially do we've been talking about it. in fact i think we were the first ones that predicted it like 5 years ago that the holiday season was going to pull forward as early as october you know yeah. and with prime day that's absolutely what's going to happen again so what you're saying is like everything we've talked about thus far you if you're going to if you if you're, you're going to gain share or even keep your share in the social commerce space like we're talking about you got to be on this early you got to be on this by october which means you've got to have these things ready tested viable July, Correct. August, September. Is that, I that's, that's exactly my big right. takeaway here, right? Like that's, that gives you guys, that's a couple more months away. So like, it's, it's time to get into action on that really.
2: Yeah, we're busy doing this already with many of our partners. Um, what we want them to be ready for is capturing the demand when it's there. Right. right? So you're seeing this performance gains like we are experiencing now. We want the retailers to be able to be agile enough to lean into that and capture it. Mm-hmm. And that could only happen is if you have these foundations set up. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the the, the work that happens now. And, and like what we suggest is like test pressure, test this in all the holidays from now till then.
0: Yes. Yeah, right. it's training right?
2: camp yeah. For
1: the season. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. Correct.
0: Well, and so- especially when you are putting these products out there and you're putting all this, this investment behind it to not be able to execute on that, like to still be running ads for a product that is, was so hot, it sold out yeah. or to not be able to see like where I can get it down to those last few days you before know the holidays, yeah. which happened. Yeah. And yeah. that's, you get that one chance with the customer. And if you aren't you know, paying that back to them, they aren't able to get that product are not coming back. So nope. it goes back to like Go the idea of
2: friction, else. right? Yeah, right. Different get kind of all friction. all the friction out, right? Yeah. And make it as seamless as possible. Capture your customer when you have them, give them an amazing experience because that's what keeps them coming back.
1: Yep. Yeah, and there really should be no friction in the digital shopping space if all the data is connected correctly. So- Correct. Awesome, Karen. That was great. I learned a lot. I, I learned a ton, yeah. which is always my validation for you know the Fun. content we're doing. I really enjoyed this conversation. I know, Anne, I'm sure you did too. Yeah, for sure. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about Meta, learn more about what we talked about, get help with what we talked about today, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Yes. Um, feel free, A, on LinkedIn, just to reach out or B, directly to my email, Karen T. It's Karen with an I, K-A-R-I-N-T
0: at meta.com amazing that wraps us up thanks to everybody who joined us live today Um, thanks to karen tracy of meta for sitting down with us and to everyone out there listening now and later but be careful out there